good Thursday evening and welcome to another edition of the Sideline Junkies. It's me, it's me, it's the big guy KG flying solo tonight, but it's all good. Not going to be on here too long and burn your ears off as the boss BJ says. Kind of a dual show tonight. We got a little Thursday night throwdown where we're going to talk some NFL draft. Uh, You know, the happenings around the draft and a few things. Um that has came out since the draft was completed then we're going to take a break and we're going to come back and it's going to be dc sports rundown all the way nothing but redskins and anything else dc we can find all right so sit back put your seatbelt on screw your wig on tight and let's enjoy this ride now first and foremost nfl wise andy dalton released this morning from the Cincinnati Bengals, uh, kind of obvious move with the drafting of Joe Barrow. Um, <sighs> a lot of people ask a question, you know, where will he win- wind up? Will he wind up in New England? Will he wind up, uh, some people even said the Chargers. I, I, I think with Jay Gruden being down in Jacksonville, even though they have foals, they have Gardner Minshew. Uh, wait, Jacksonville still got Nick Foles. They didn't trade Nick Foles. Let me double check that before I put my foot in my mouth. Oh, I'm sorry. I apologize. They did trade Nick Foles. I am so behind. I forgot all about that. Jacksonville has Gardner Minshew. So Andy Dalton being available. Okay. I forgot. I absolutely forgot they traded Nick Foles. I forgot. My fault. My fault. But uh, wow. Um, Jacksonville. <laughs> Jacksonville might be the landing spot for Andy Dalton. So uh, mm, that could work. Because they're starving for a quarterback. And Nick, uh, I'm sorry, Nick Foles. I got Nick Foles in the brain. Uh, Dalton knows Gruden's system. He was his coordinator for, I believe, six years in Cincinnati. So he knows the system. So I could see that happening. But now, with the drafting of Joe Burrow, now, can Cincinnati do anything with Barrow. Now, last season, 13 games for Andy Dalton, uh, 59% completion rate, 3,494 yards, 16 touchdowns, over 14 interceptions, uh, 78.3 QB rating. All right. Now, Joe Barrow has never lost on any level. He's coming into a team. He has Giovanni Bernard in the backfield, also Joe Mixon. They just picked up Samaji P. Ryan off of waivers. You have Tyler Boyd. Boyd. Um, AJ Green is franchise tag, so you you have him. Uh, they signed. They uh got T Higgins out of uh Clemson, Clemson. So, okay, that that sounds good. Uh, looking at their tight ends, Mason Shrek. CJ Azuma, Drew Sample. Okay, I think 
maybe, just maybe, depending on what the offense looks like. And if they tailor make the offense around Barrow, I think he can actually win. I'm not going to lie. Uh, Brian Callahan is your offensive coordinator. Zach Taylor is the head coach. Uh, hmm. I'm not even going 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 look this and be like, oh well, he's just a rookie. He's not going to do this. He's not going to do that. I'm not going to lie. I think Joe Barrow can succeed in Cincinnati. I'm not going to say you know well they're going to go 14 and two. I think they'll be better than their record last season. Uh. I say they'll win seven games, maybe eight. Okay, because you got they're in the AFC North. You still got Cleveland. You have Pittsburgh. Uh, Cleveland, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, and Baltimore. Who am I missing? Cleveland, Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, Baltimore. Oh, that's the four. So I don't think they're gonna beat Baltimore. They might split with Pittsburgh and they might split with uh Cleveland. Baltimore's the tops in that division right now. So let's just go ahead and say that. Call a spade a spade. Uh so give me seven wins. Seven wins for Cincinnati. Let me go ahead and write that down now. Cincinnati 2020. If the season is played seven and nine. Let's see if that works. If you want to be technical seven, eight and one. How about that? All right. Uh, moving on, Jalen Hurts, quarterback out of Oklahoma, successor to Kyler Murray last season, drafted in the second round by none other than my NFC East rival, the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, didn't think he would fall to the second round. Six foot one, two eighteen quarterback uh he was 2018 national quarterback club college quarterback of the year big 12 offensive newcomer of the year in 2019 national champion in 2018 i mean he has a a list of very very good accolades as far as his college career goes uh three years at alabama and then one year at Oklahoma. Four, now, last season at Oklahoma, 14 games played, 14 started. Uh, 69% completion rate, 3,851 yards, passing 32 touchdowns over eight interceptions. He actually ran for 1,200 yards too. 1,298 to be exact with 20 touchdowns. So he accounted for 52 touchdowns. In one season. Now here's why I'm talking about Jalen Hurts. And this is what pisses me off. I saw a report. Now if it's true, it's true. But somebody had to say it. It's a rumor as of right now until it's confirmed. Philadelphia has no intention of playing Jalen Hurts quarterback. They want to use him kind of like Cordell Stewart. As a slash, he's going to be a running back slash kick returner slash receiver slash, you know, just to do it all. 
And to be quite honest, I feel it's absolute bullshit if it's true. Because no matter how you slice it, it's got to be said. They they try to do that with Lamar Jackson because, oh, he's not a quarterback. Lamar Jackson was your league MVP last year as a damn quarterback. But Jalen Hurts was drafted. Why would you draft him if you have no 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 intention of playing him at his position? He's a quarterback. But you're saying, nah, we're gonna play him at everything else but quarterback. Now, I know a lot of people may say, well, they do that to Tyson Hill, but Tyson Hill actually gets to play a little bit of quarterback, and he's got Drew Brees in front of him. So, you know. Yeah, they didn't go with uh, Tyson Hill when Breeze went down. They went with Bridgewater. And Tyson Hill can do so much more. He can do so much more than just play quarterback. But as a second-round pick, wouldn't you think, you know, I drafted a quarterback in the second round. I'm going to play him at quarterback. You know, I just I hate saying that. I don't care if he's black, white, Hispanic, purple, blue. I don't care if this is the, the position. That you drafted me to play. Why don't I get a chance to play? And and you want to be serious. Carson Wentz just starting quarterback. How long before Wentz goes down? And you got to turn to Jalen Hurts. Okay? Let, let's talk about that. Let's talk about it. Because Carson Wentz can't stay goddamn healthy. So you're going to have to wind up turning to Jalen Hurts if you want to win. So... Peterson, Howie Roseman, you guys, if I if that's true that you're not planning on playing him at quarterback, you wasted a pick. And I hope he asked for his unconditional release because there's other teams out here that could use a quarterback, a mobile quarterback at that. So that's just me on my soapbox. And I'm sure if any one of the fellas were here, I'm sure they would agree with me. You, you get tired of seeing it. And it's not just a new thing. It's not been happening, you know, the last five or six years. It's been happening the last 30. Especially with black quarterbacks that, that, you know, they come in and immediately you change their position. You know, it's not a voluntary thing for them. They change their position. You change the coaching staff changes their position. Now, Brian Mitchell was a quarterback in college. I believe he voluntarily changed his position to running back when he came to the NFL. I believe he did that voluntarily. Don't quote me on that, but I think that's what B. Mitch did. But B. Mitch did play a little quarterback in the NFL, uh, the body bag game, but still one of the greatest kick returners, punt returners, just return men, period, if not the greatest. And I, I got him rated number one. I don't think it's anybody better in the game, okay? But you know, they tried to change Warren Moon when he came into the league. They wouldn't draft because he wouldn't change position. That's why he had to go to Canada before he came to the NFL. Things like that. It's got to stop. Now, you know for a fact this kid can play quarterback. Now, Johnny Manziel, you wasn't too sure about, but did you ask him to change his position? You weren't too sure about Lamar Jackson. You asked him to change the position. Then he goes out and makes MVP with his first full season. Okay? Let's talk about it.
That bull has to stop. All right. I'm off my soapbox. We on to the next one. This is going to be rapid fire quick. Let's go. Uh, Still on the subject of the draft ESPN and some of the the graphics that they put up on some of the draft picks. I didn't see all of them, but it was uh, one particular draft pick and his name escaped me, of course. I had wrote it down. I don't know what my what my notes are for that, but they said that uh, his mother was a was addicted to drugs. She she overcame a drug addiction. He said he didn't mind it because it shows how strong his mother is. I get that. I get it. But a lot of those graphics seemed kind of tasteless. I'll say. But I I mean, if that's something that the, the draft picks volunteered and they said, well, no, put this in there. You know, they have say so over that. Understand. OK, that's what you want to say. Good. All right. But if that's something ESPN did an interview with and then these guys are drafted and that's what you put up there. Yeah. <sighs> I just uh, that's my opinion. I didn't really like the graphics. OK. You could have said something else. Uh he feeds the needy in his hometown when he got, when he comes home from school. Something like that. Something good. This is one of the biggest nights of their lives, and it seems like a lot of negativity was put in those graphics. Where I want to see the positive. Okay? The positive. Speaking of draft night, NFL's first ever virtual draft was last Thursday where everybody was home. Nobody was out in Vegas. Vegas is shut down. And Roger Goodell put on a show so he could hear the booze because he's become accustomed to it. And it's just a ritual, which is cool beans. I, I love it. I love that he loves it. But uh, some of the girlfriends, uh, C.D. Lamb, if I'm not mistaken, it was C.D. Lamb who's going to wear 88 for the Cowboys. He's He's jumped into that tradition of wearing 88 for the Cowboys. So that's a, a a big burden to bear because of all the greats. Well, Michael Ir- well, Drew Pearson, Michael Irvin, then Dez Bryant, now CeeDee Lamb. Uh two greats, one good player. See if CeeDee Lamb can be the next good or great player for the Cowboys. But uh he was on the phone, girlfriend grabs the phone, he snatches it back, <laughs> you know. And, you know, everybody dug into this girl and say she was Trey Young. She was at the NBA draft with Trey Young. Now she's at the NFL draft with CeeDee Lamb. Wow. Uh, amazing. I'll just say that. Uh, the young man that was drafted by the Packers, can't think of his name. His girlfriend, when they called his name, he put his hands in his head and he was just overcome with emotion. And his girlfriend just grabbed and she hugged him and she's all on him. And, you know, moms comes in and, you know, pulls her off. She kind of resists and she pulls her off. And she, nah, you know, you see the little hand like we don't do that here. <laughs> and and it's, it's, it's crazy. That, I mean, it's absolutely crazy. Then you you look at that and. I was uh I actually watched the draft with my wife, and 
she said, you know, we would never have something like that going on in our home during draft night. If we got to be home, there's not going to be a house full of people. This is not a party. And I'm not saying, you know, that's the case for these people. We're saying about our house. It's not going to be 90-some cousins and all of that. Nah, Jack. This is going to be the parents and the siblings. That's it. That's it. It's not going to be no big party. You want to have a party, we'll do that at a later date when it's not on TV. Okay? That's just me and my wife's thinking. That's me and my wife's rules. Okay? Then I've seen people online. Well, how these guys afford houses like this? These houses are decked out and they're big and, and, and they ain't even played it down yet. Do you ever realize they're at their parents' house? Their parents worked hard and are still working to have nice things. So automatically because your son gets drafted into the NFL, you're never, you know, that's because that's so you can have nice things. No, that's your son and his life. You've already worked. You got yours. You know, we have this nice five-bedroom house because my wife and I put in the work to have this house. We wanted nice things, so we went out and worked and got nice things. This has nothing to do with my son getting drafted. Okay? And I just hate to see people make speculations like these guys are taking uh, 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 money so their parent or their parents are taking money so they can live good and, and 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 stuff like that come on stop it stop making speculations and you're, you're being stereotypical and it needs to stop all right once again that's my soapbox i'm off it i'm done with it uh you know what no i'm not because i'm gonna jump back on it chase young the number two pick of the draft, picked by my Washington Redskins. We'll talk about him later on in the show after the break. He posted a picture on his Instagram of his new Bentley. Everybody's speculating. They counting his dollars. Well, where he get money from for that? Why he buy a car like that? Yo, you shouldn't do that. You better watch your back. If he chose to buy a Bentley, whether it was brand new, used, whatever he chose to buy, that's his money. Stop counting other people's pockets. We always, we got a saying around the sideline junkie's office. You can't use somebody else's ruler to measure your success. Okay? And you can't use your hand to count somebody else's money. And that's what people are doing. They, they're second guessing these guys. These guys got endorsements. I seen somebody say, well, why they got to put the head, the Beats headphones on after they get drafted? You don't know if that was an endorsement thing or not. They're getting paid to do that. That's a job. You get paid to do your job. Nobody says, well, why you got to do that? Why you got to get up and go to work? You got bills to pay. You got money to make. You want nice things. Get out there and go get it. Ah. <sighs> I, I I took a different stance after the conversations had with BJ when we were talking last dance early in the week and not engaging with Philistines that know nothing about nothing. 
that's exactly what I did. I didn't engage. So we're going to run off, pay some bills ourselves, take a break, uh, come back. And we're going to do the DC sports rundown portion of tonight's show. Talk about the draft picks of the Redskins and who can make an immediate impact. So stay tuned for that. Don't go nowhere. And just like that, we are back. Now, let's talk a little bit of burgundy and gold. The Washington Redskins, they, well, of course, they had number two pick last week in the draft. Pick Chase Young, picked it. Everybody in Redskin Nation, I'm sure, loved and was hyped up for. And then after that, uh, it was the intimate era. Trent Williams is no longer with the team. He was sent to the San Francisco 49ers for a fifth and a third next year. Um, I posted my feelings on Instagram, so you can go ahead to the sideline junkies page and check that out. Uh, I won't dwell too much on it. You know, I, I, the day, I think that was, uh, Monday when that happened. So I, I let my feelings be known. It is Thursday. So, it still kind of stings a little bit, but knowing what I know now makes it sting more. It's like when you got a scab and, you know, it, it then healed over and it's starting to peel a little bit. And all of a sudden you pull it off too quick and you start bleeding again and then you get salt in it. We could have had a first round pick for Trent Williams last year. But good old Brucey, good old Brucey, nixed the deal, said there was no market for Trent Williams. So Trent Williams trade value plummeted because he didn't play any of last season. He's a year older, only had a year left on his contract. So instead of trading him in the middle of last year at the trade down line and getting a first round pick from, they wouldn't name the team, but I believe it was probably Minnesota. Bruce said no. We had to wait until this year to trade him. So Bruce kind of probably felt he was going to get fired. And he was like, well, this would be a good F you to the organization on my way out. I'm not going to help you get shit. And that's what it kind of feels like. And I feel as a Redskins fan, I feel dumb. I feel stupid. Because I. Stood on the table, per se, for Bruce Allen because of what he did to get us out of salary cap hell. That was one. Uh, His way of giving contracts that were cap friendly, but they were also player friendly was two. But and then also three, he's the son of one of the greatest coaches in Redskin history, George Allen. Uh, that right there made me love Bruce Allen, but here's what made me fall out of love with Bruce Allen. You have somebody like Scott McLuhan, and I I know I reference Scott McLuhan a lot on this show, but it's the truth. But you get in a dick measuring contest with Scott McLuhan 
because players feel that they can go to him more. Scott McClune was here for personnel. He could pick the personnel. Bruce, you worry about the money because you can't pick personnel to save your damn life. Scott was here for personnel decisions, which was great. It was going to work out. And everywhere that he's went, they went to the Super Bowl within three to five years of him being there and putting the roster together. Fine. Let's get it. You make up a story that turns out to not be true that Scott McClellan relapsed, started drinking again. He had to go to rehab. Wasn't true. You didn't like him in the building because he dressed guys down and they respected him and they came to him and they talked to him. But you weren't getting that. So you had to get him out the building. You did everything you could. Now, last year we had an excellent draft, one of the highest rated drafts, which was good. But it produced nothing. You waited too long to fire Jay Gruden. Okay. That's the things that uh, countless other things, but it made me fall out of love with Bruce Allen. And now this whole Trent Williams thing comes up and to know that we could have gotten more. He didn't want to be here. And my whole thing last season was mend the damn fence, figure out what he needs, what he wants. Get him here. Get him in, in, in uniform. We need the silverback. Nah. You could have, he didn't want to be here. You didn't, you didn't want to get rid of him. You didn't want to trade him away and get something back. So you pissed it away. And we got a fifth this year and a third next year. Yeah. Bruce, you effed us and then rolled over and smoked a cigarette. I'm sorry to say it. So kind of glappy, glappy, kind of happy and glad that you are out of town. We got guys that you've been holding back in charge of things now. You know, Ron Rivera may say he's the, the end all to be all, but he said it's a a team thing. You got Kyle Smith. You have Doug Williams. You know, you got those guys sitting around talking about things. So that's good. We, we, we're on the right track. But happy trails to Trent Williams. Wish you nothing but success out there in the Bay. Uh, no hard feelings. All right. Now, on to the Redskins and their draft. All right. In round one, second pick, they picked Chase Young. Third, uh, third pound. Third round. I'm getting tongue-tied tonight. Third round, 66 pick, wide receiver out of Memphis, Antonio Gibson. Fourth round, 108th pick, Sadiq Charles, offensive tackle out of LSU. Fourth round, 142nd pick, Antonio Gaddy, Gandy Golden, wide receiver out of Liberty. Fifth round pick, 156, Keith Ishmael, sent out of San Diego State. Fifth round, 162nd pick. Kalike Henderson, Kalik, Kalik, Hudson. Jeez, I'm reading everything wrong, getting tongue-tied. I'm just doing bad right now. Let me get this thing on track. Round 7, 216th pick, Carmen, Cameron. Jeez, Um, I need rest. I ain't slept in two days. Been working. 
need rest. So we're going to get through this. Cameron Curl, safety out of Arkansas. And uh, Hudson is a linebacker out of Michigan. Seventh round pick. Uh, number 229, James Smith Williams, edge rusher out of North Carolina State. All right. Now, question is, who could make an instant impact outside of Chase Young? We know Chase Young's going to make an instant impact. So, who can make an instant impact? Uh, I would love to see Sadiq Charles and OTAs and rookie minicamp, which I don't know if we're even going to get. I would love to see him go against Chase Young. And I think he should be going against Chase Young on that left side all day long. Because if you can defend against Chase Young, you probably can defend against anybody. But I would throw Montez Sweat at him. I would throw Ryan Kerrigan at him, Ryan Anderson, uh, Jonathan Allen, Deron Payne. I'm throwing everybody at him, and I want to see him one-on-one matched up. Can he do it? They say that he has uh, behavioral problems. Eh. A lot of guys got behavioral problems. So, whatever. It, it, It can be fixed. It can be worked on. Okay, it's just an attitude adjustment. He'll be all right. But I think uh, outside of Chase Young, Sadiq Charles, Antonio Gandy Golden, this kid did a Rubik's Cube during an interview. He's on doing a Rubik's Cube and completed the daggone thing while doing an interview. Smart. And I was like, yeah, I already like the dude already. I like him already. Okay. And he's a burner. A burner. But he's going to be a red zone target. If I'm not mistaken, let me make sure. I think he's six foot four. And we need a big guy like that. Especially in uh, the red zone because, boy, yep, six foot four, 223. Whew. We need a big target like that for Dwayne and in the red zone, especially. So now I don't think the official grades for the draft have came out yet. I haven't seen them, but uh, the Redskins were rated the highest last year. They had the highest grade this year. I'm going to give them a B plus because they, they, they drafted for depth. They didn't draft, you know, Names that jumped out at you. They drafted for depth. But now Terry McLaurin, good. Kelvin Harmon, good. They made an impact immediately. They made an impact once they got on the field. So this could happen again for the second year straight. What we shall see. But I give them a B plus. Did a very good job of scouting. And hopefully, hopefully, uh, the new era at left tackle begins come seasons open so (sighs) i'm not gonna hold y'all any longer i'm tired i know you're probably tired or if you listen to this in the morning you're just waking up so coming up on saturday night it's those good old wrestlemaniacs that means the People's Choice, Don Rodriguez, the Nubian Sumo James, and of course myself, the big guy KG, 
coming to you with this week's installment of wrestling at its finest. So don't don't miss out on that. Make sure you put your notifications on so you don't miss a show. All right. But you can also check us out on Instagram, Sideline Junkies, Facebook, Sideline Junkies, Colon Podcast, uh, Twitter, Sideline Junkies. All right. We are everywhere. You Google us. You see that logo. That's us. All right. You can hear us on every streaming platform from Apple Podcasts to Google Podcasts to Spotify, Bullhorn, iHeartRadio, Player FM, TuneIn, Podbean, you name it. We are on it. All right. So whatever you choose, Radio Public, I don't care. Just listen. All right. Just listen. I promise you, I promise you, you will not be disappointed. All right. So I'm the big guy, KG, for all the fellas, Delonte, Jim, Junie, BJ, uh, James, the People's Choice, Don Rodriguez. We out of here. Y'all have a good night. Have a good day. Whenever you live, you listen to this. Have a good whatever, but just make it good. All right. Y'all take care.